Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom time. So uh, you may remember, was it last Friday, the Friday before, that Joe Biden paused natural gas? Let's connect this to Putin. What gives Putin the ability to do what he does, right? What is one of the biggest things? He's got a country... He's got a gas station masquerading as a country. Tremendous fossil fuels, natural gas, and the like. So the U.S. House just voted uh, 224 to 200 in favor of a bill overturning the Biden administration's temporary pause of new liquid natural gas export terminals. However, nine Democrats crossed party lines to join the GOP majority. But in our area, the Dean of Decency... The Lohan, Mary Gay Scanlon, and Susan Wilde, they all voted against, against unlocking that. So, you know, when we hear, and rightly so, about Putin, what is one of the biggest things that props him up? The wealth that can be created by being such a producer of natural gas and fossil fuels and oil. We hear this all the time. And yet the very same voices. Now, so we hear people, are these Trump people stupid? Don't they see this? What the heck is wrong with these people in the suburbs? Do they connect no dots to anything? Or is it just a tone they want? The tone of people like Madeleine Dean. That's what it is, right? That suits the suburban cup of tea. All right, so um, Biden, you heard what he said. We are ignoring history. You had Jennifer Griffin this morning. The Fox News, I could tell it was getting edgy right at the beginning, just because Lawrence Jones went, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's talk about it. Don't keep on saying paragraphs here about Charles Lindbergh. Is that what people are who say enough with the aid to Ukraine, enough around this? We know what to do with the border. Trump was able to shut it down effectively. Biden really doesn't want to do that. This is just to get some time because people are on to this. Are we Charles Lindbergh? We're back to hearing this. Now, any reasonable person other than Tucker Carlson on this, you know, I I hate to keep on coming back to him because he is knowledgeable, he's smart, but he's in the tank on this one with Russia. You don't have to be in the tank with Russia to be against more aid for Ukraine. You don't have to be in the tank for Putin to say, to see what a threat China is, or even what a threat uh, Russia is in various ways. But here we go again. 
voting against helping to undercap Putin by using our natural resources. Instead, no, let's give more money to Ukraine. That's what we're hearing. 855-839-1210. You got the side question at the end of your call. By the way, on the good news front, could this be because they now have a majority of two? The state Democrats on the House side have now reopened, Dan, the roof. They say the the roof is fixed. The damage that closed the roof was repaired ahead of schedule. Isn't that nice that it kind of coincided with being ahead and nothing out there in the near future that indicates they won't? So they're back to business. The work was expected to be completed uh, on March 18th. And now suddenly they don't have to worry anymore. See, let's file this under. This is what Democrats will do to win. Republicans, not so much. To say there's a leak in the roof. I mean, it it is preposterous. We went through this yesterday. Do you need to have specialized people? Do you need it? Whatever it costs. You're here to do the people's business. Get it fixed. Now, I'm not an expert on roofs. I don't know how long it would take to fix it. But this uh, just happened to coincide with being back in power. All right, so we got a lot of uh, balls in play out there, uh, including the idea of using this death to link it to Ukraine. You know that everything's going to be linked to Ukraine one way or the other. Brian Fitzpatrick in the center ring again with a bill on paper that would be tougher than the bill proposed before, but I still don't think it's good enough. And he would link it to the $60 billion or so for Ukraine. Ah, goodness, it's endless. It's amazing how he pops up in every one of these things. All right, let's go to uh, Joe of Exton here on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe, good afternoon. Uh, Yes, hello, Dom, and happy Friday. Thank you, Joe. My uh, grouchy person is grumpy in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Okay, tell us about it. Why is that the best grumpy, do you think? Oh, he's always grumpy. Never changes, <laughs> and he uh, he ruins everybody's um, happy attitude. <laughs> All right, Joe. It sounds like what's on tap for the weekend? Um, um, nothing. It's supposed to snow. I'm going to stay in. Stay uh, in. Stay in. Cups yeah. of tea. Yeah. Make some French toast. The classics. French toast on the agenda. Uh, no, not French toast. Um, salmon from. Uh, uh, that that store, Lidl. Oh, okay. oh, very nice. I'm expecting big... some duck confit. Yeah, I'm a big salmon fan. All right, Joe, grumpy. We'll put you down for that one. Good choice. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. I've been saving this one. We got some of the headlines talked about here, but I told you this Black History Month. You're seeing any number of major publications: New York Times, Washington Post, Axios, and others say. Teachers are complaining they really can't teach black history because they're afraid they could lose their job. They'll be censored. Ron DeSantis will get them. So in Florida, this principal of a school in Miami has drawn national attention for requiring parental approval before students could participate in a book reading activity. Not a speaker, just a book reading activity for Black History Month. 
Uh, the spat between the state and local officials spiraled after a social media user on Monday shared a photo of a forum requesting permission for students to participate in and listen to a book written by an African author. I had to give my permission to this or else my child would not participate, the user went on to say. They posted this on Twitter. Local media organizations connected the slip to the Coral Way K-8 Center in Miami. And people are asking, why did I have to get permission for this and my child could not participate? The staff sent these forms home because the school district's attorney's office determined, they say, that in order to comply with the parental rights and education law, guest speakers require parental permission forms, said the chief academic officer. But state officials criticized the move, saying the policy is an absurd interpretation of a state rule that they say is perpetuating a hoax that students in Florida need permission to learn about black history. As an example of how some school officials have politicized state laws that they're meant to empower students to have more control. That's exactly what's going on here. So in order to push back, because DeSantis and in some other states, there has been an essence of control over critical race theory, all the you know white supremacy, this, that, and the other, make kids feel uncomfortable. They're now taking it to an absurd level of demanding parental permission slips in order to have your child just hear a run-of-the-mill that nobody possibly is going to be able to use what's been passed in Florida to say this is somehow another out of bounds. This is the battle, and each Black History Month, it's going to get more intense. Now, Ron DeSantis did drill down on this, did do a good job with it. There's nothing there that would restrict legitimate following the curriculum, talking about slavery, talking about any number of other issues. It's meant to screen out exactly some of the excesses we've seen. So this school decides to say, oh, yeah, we're going to require a permission slip for everything, essentially. See how you like that. And you can imagine a busy parent having to deal with this. What's this about? Another thing associated with it. The time it takes to send them out, collect them, check this kid off. Imagine the kids, well, we forgot. Well, then you can't hear this. You have to be left out. And again, they're attacking the notion that parents want parental rights to be the main issue here as far as advocating that these be mandatory. All right, phone lines, 855-839-1210. Hit us with that all-time grouch. Today is do a grouch a favorite day at about 1.30. We're going to talk with Andy Bloom. Quite a career as a manager in big-time radio, but writes a lot at Broad and Liberty now. He's got a piece up about Biden and his uh, inabilities, but he's also the former communications director for Congressman Turner, who this week launched something that's still out there, a nuclear threat to the U.S. satellites from Russia. Turner is a huge supporter of Money for Ukraine. They are just determined that they're going to wear you down. They're just determined that this is an all-out, you will give in in the end. With $60 billion more for Ukraine. And somehow or another, we'll pretend we're going to do something about the U.S. border. There's only one way this is going to be settled with the presidential election. 
If they lose, then the border is going to be closed. If they win, then it's not. That's uh, that's one of the things that absolutely is at stake. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. New book out. It's not out till May, but I saw a blurb of it yesterday. And this guy is a Biden aficionado. Biden and his people, no one resigned for what happened in Afghanistan, the pullout. He says, talking to them inside the Biden White House, because they think they did exactly the right thing. Can you imagine? There has not, and you know, that still has legs, even though it's quite a bit of time ago, given all the stuff that has passed. Doesn't feel there's any need for apology. Wow. I don't think across the board, vast number of Americans think that. So what to do with uh, Putin? around this. Uh, Biden's argument is he already has a lot of sanctions. How about we actually release America's energy rather than catering to a bunch of progressive crazies about climate here, enabling Putin to continue to fund all the stuff. That's how you hurt him. That's how you undercut him. What a good idea. That's how you can diminish him at least. But no, it's got to be more money for Ukraine. Just and these um, the, the ladies from the Philadelphia area, led by the Dean of Decency, all voted against opening up our energy sources. Decency. The media asking them any kind of rationale, anything around this. Are people in their districts aware of that? And do they support that in the suburbs? Have the suburbs become stupid is going to be my next article. Do people recognize the economic implications of it either? Uh, particularly for Pennsylvania. Yeah, without a doubt, Dan, you're right. So uh, that's one thing um, I want to play for Can you. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, sure. Do you think there's any truth to the, uh, you know, Hunter Biden being tied in with Ukrainian boards, money being made for the Biden family, having ulterior motives for having this war in Ukraine for themselves, the conspiracies that are out there? Do you think there's any truth to Biden well, essentially making money yeah. off of this and that's why he wants it so bad and Democrats nah. in general? Tangentially, they want it because they believe in this type of stuff. They, they believe, and the um, the Jennifer Griffin woman definitely believes. She talked about today that uh, people are saying, meaning she's saying, well, the United States has to face <laughs> up to the fact in Munich that we have to be the global leader. In other words, the policemen of the world. Are Jennifer Griffin's kids going to die in some godforsaken Haiti or... Somalia or name it. How many times are we going to do that? 
Send your kids in. Now, Bo Biden, send Hunter Biden. Send him now. That would be an advantage. That usually doesn't happen. Send them into harm's way. And the money, $60 billion more. All right, here's the story, though. Then I'm coming to your calls. Caught my attention both how the new police commissioner praised this. Daniel Atwell wouldn't have been on the scene and wouldn't have. She would have said, well, this isn't smart. Three great hero citizens helped a cop yesterday, maybe of aid being killed in Crescentville, northeast Philadelphia. Listen to the new police chief, Bethel, explain what these people did and what it led to. Need to Last cut. Night. Yeah, that's a uh, cut summer seven, right? Sorry. Yes, uh, cut seven. The district yes. officer was on patrol solo when he attempted to make a car stop at F and Roosevelt Boulevard, but the driver fled. The officer followed and was able to stop the vehicle at Adams and Newtown Avenues around 7 p.m. with the help of three drivers and civilian cars who saw what was happening and blocked the street. Those three civilians also told investigators that the suspect then backed into the officer's car, at which point the officer got out and approached the driver's side window. The witnesses saw the door open and then the car turn into the officer, striking him and pinning him against the brick wall on the bridge. Witnesses told police the officer then fired multiple shots into the car. A passenger got out, and those three civilians were able to stop and detain that passenger. The car backed out and was found two and a half blocks away in an alley off Benner Street. The driver was shot in the head another time in the body. He was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. The officer-involved shooting team and internal affairs are investigating. All right, so good police backing. The chief is on the scene. And, uh, you know, he endorses this idea. I would just want to get it straight. I don't know how many of these people in the Kenny administration or outlaw and these others and the people in the media, oh, we can't be doing that. So these people didn't do the right thing there. They may have prevented more damage to the cop, and they certainly helped to apprehend this person. Heroic, to put it mildly. And what a difference. It takes a lot of chutzpah to do that, though, Yeah. Um... Ooh. Well, blocking it with your car. Yeah, they, they didn't block it. With well, you also yeah. don't know. Is, is there a gun that this person has? Sure. Are they going to open Absolutely. fire on the cars blocking? It's, it's very yeah, dangerous. To uh, like I that. get you. So um, I still think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. As soon as I hear something on one of those alphabet streets, I think, oh, man, nothing good happens on the alphabet. And I also think of... Um, Isaiah Thomas, the driving equity bill, he's probably thinking, well, why did the cop have to stop this vehicle? If the vehicle weren't stopped, then nothing bad would have happened. Isn't that the theory? Just, you know, just let people willy-nilly go out there till they kill more people. And I, I get it. People are emailing me, hitting me on Twitter and all over the place. Uh, once, once a doctor, Dom, can you address why in Kansas City they're not giving us more information about the shooters involved in the horrific uh, situation at the uh, Super Bowl parade. Well, they're not doing it under the phony guise of their juveniles. The media doesn't care about the narrative as much. They're still in the anti-gun thing. If this were a Trump supporter or something like that, it's the same reason when it's a transgender situation. They don't care to divulge it. That's the reason why. And they'll be under the phony, well, they're juveniles. Well, they were old enough to open fire on each other across a range of hundreds of people and little kids. And what they ought to get is the death penalty. Every single one of them that was involved in this. I don't care if they're 15 or 16. 
Anybody willing to fire across the field, hit that many little kids and kill a mom of two or three, that's what they deserve. So they're not going to reveal much under that guys. This is what always, and it's a progressive police department there in Kansas City, and so is the mayor. Uh, let's go to Jeff in uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Hey, Jeff, thanks for the week. Go right ahead. Oh, you're more than welcome. I enjoy your show. Um, you've hit on about five or six topics today, and it's a little beyond because it was one of the early topics that I would love to address. Um, but I first want to make a quick remark. I know what it feels like to be caught in a crossfire. In 1981, two men that were total strangers to me put a bullet in me when they got into an argument on Richmond Avenue in Houston, Texas, and I had to be rushed to the hospital wow. to save my life. So I know what that feels yeah. like. Um, so I agree with you. Um, it's very important that we have laws that are enforced and that there are very strict penalties, no matter what the age of the shooter is, to prevent that from happening in the future. N- now I'd like to pivot, if I may, Dom, sure, Jeff. and speak about Ron DeSantis's mm-hmm. approach to um, reducing making education something for developing woke agendas or developing alternative education. I come, I'm an old man, I'm 74 years old, and I come from a generation where school was originally developed in the 1800s, was my concept, to help people learn to read, write, do mathematics, and learn basic skills for their life skills. That was, in America's formative years, the reason for public education. I'm a retired educator, by the way, so I know something about the field. Um, I um, believe very strongly that the other element of education, because of how complex our modern life is, should include education on personal finance and paying taxes and contributing. And and Jeff, let let me ask you too, because I have some theories, but we hear this all the time when we bring people on to your last point. How in the world is that not something that is one of the major courses in any kind of high school or even earlier, given there's nothing about it that's indoctrination? It is helpful. Yeah, it's helpful to any individual. Seemingly, we've gotten away from that, that that's not it's too lowbrow or something to do that. I think you'll agree with me, Dom. What has happened is all of these agenda-driven groups have hijacked education to develop things to push for people to learn about transgender, to um, learn about other woke programs, special things about historical things, about special interest groups. They're all agenda-driven, but there's no agenda group that has been producing what is just basic common sense that we need people to be able to function financially in a society that, you know, has a lot of different computer-driven and metric-driven systems, uh, you know, for uh, paying money and keeping up on taxes. And we need people to have basic education so they're free to learn on their own by knowing enough about mathematics and reading and writing to function as adults in a world where none of those things are colored by politics or partisanship. I'm relatively nonpartisan. I don't want to come across as sounding like I'm on some part of a political spectrum. I'm talking as a retired educator. 
Well, Jeff, the field uh, was better when you were in it. Great call there. Absolutely the case. Why is it so hard to have things like finance? You know, I've told the story and we went back and forth with Dan, uh, your mortgage, the amortization part of it, you know, that kind of stuff. You pay off stuff early on, how that helps you pay off interest and maybe take a 30-year mortgage and pay it off in 15 years, which is what Roe and I did. Why is that something that just is is not able to be shoehorned into the curriculum? Well, when you have the nonsense that we see going on, there's not enough time to do that, apparently. All right, Andy Bloom is an old friend, a boss, big-time radio stations. Even Howard Stern, Dan, brought him to Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, WIP. Brought that to some prominence and WPHT. He uh, has a piece up at Broad and Liberty, great uh, conservative site, about what we know now about Joe Biden. You should know that her, the special prosecutor, I believe it's March 12th, is going to testify and Jim Jordan is going to be the lead interrogator about what he saw and released the tape. Let us see the tape. I'm just coming off, Dan, a show, Inside Story, which is on 1130 on Sunday, where the people on the other side, the more liberal side, said, yeah, put Biden out there more. Oh, my God. You know, does this get rid of his basement strategy, given everybody's suspect of what he can do? But you can't put him out there either. What you need are actors like a hundred actors, and they just go around with them, and they take various beards and various roles. Yes, Mr. President, <laughs> tell me more about greedflation. Mr. President, look at that Snickers bar over there. Look at that Snickers. That doesn't look like a full Snickers to me. Did you hear today that Donald Trump colors his hair? Oh, my God. Now, my snack packs are about half full now. It's Yeah, well, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, well, what are they doing it for? They're doing it because they're trying to give you a product and not jacking up the price even more. And they think they can get away with that. But who's the cause? Is it Snickers or is it Biden? Biden holding up a Snickers bar. Have you seen this? <laughs> I like when he says something everybody's been talking about for two years. Have yeah, you right. seen this? Casey uh, did the same thing on Channel 6. Nice, exceptionally nice guy, though, Dan. Particularly when he shook my hand and always. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 He, he knows about the, he didn't say junior. So. <laughs> All right, 855-839-1210. You get on board, Andy Bloom, next. And we have Dom's Money Melody still to come, too. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Big issues, big guest. Uh, first, let me uh, say that Joe Manchin just announced, Dan, he's not running for president. Everybody goes, what's the big deal? You know, the theory in this election, every third party, every swing state, every half of a point, even I would say every tenth of a point potentially is going to determine the presidency. Uh, so there's still a bunch out there, but no mansion. Andy Bloom, as I mentioned, is the president of Andy Bloom Communications, and he has been the programmer for legendary stations, WIP, WPHT, WYSB Philadelphia. L.A. stations, 
and also ties into something we've been talking about this week. He was the communications director for Representative Michael R. Turner, Republican from Ohio, who's a big intelligence guy, but set off this whole thing about the Russians using a nuclear blast to disable our satellites. Let's go to Andy on uh, Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Andy, welcome in. Good afternoon, Don. Don, thanks for having me on. Well, uh, you wrote a great piece. I was talking with you just before you, you were in the throes of writing it. The Her Report, you think kneecaps the Biden campaign's 2024 basement strategy. First, I agree that it would have been better to be indicted, even though that might have bounced toward Trump a little bit. But you tell us, why do you think it's better not to be indicted and end up with the uh, senility charge? Well, I I think he would have been better off if he was indicted, because what the report does is it reinforces what the public already believes. And that's that the president is too old and too feeble, too infirm to be the president of the United States. A friend of mine once told me that changing images is like melting glaciers with a Bic lighter. The president already had images that he was having a very difficult time changing. And every time he appears in public, he reinforces those images that he can't speak, that he can't form thoughts, that he can't form two sentences. So this report takes those images, locks them in, and then he comes out, does a press conference where he looks very angry, looks very unhinged, and then really screws it up. And and everyone says that he screwed it up by mixing up the president of Mexico and Egypt. I didn't even catch that he had uh, mixed up the president of Mexico and Egypt. For me, I was lost when he tried to uh, move Gaza and Mexico next to one another. I was trying to figure out what Mexico and Gaza had <laughs> yeah. to do with one another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I didn't even catch El Fisi. Yeah, exactly. So, Andy, though, you're saying then he has to be out there. He can't do the basement. I'll take the other side that says, and you've coached up people in all kinds of situations. There's some people who, even if they're you know not exactly on point, they're authentic, they're easy around people. This guy is a gaff machine no matter what you do. How can he be out there then? Yeah, I don't think he can be out there, and I don't think he can be in the basement. You know, I have not believed that he would be off the ticket. I have thought he would be on the ticket the whole time. And I'm beginning to believe that. And I spoke with somebody in Washington on the Democratic side earlier this week who who held the same position as as I held. And for the first time, they're thinking he's got to be removed. Now, it's going to be tricky to remove him, and it would would result in a very messy convention. But they're starting to believe for the first time that he will not be on the ticket. I just don't know how you could put him out there. You know, they scrubbed the, the, the web to take some of his gaffes off. If you look up and you, you, you won't be able to find the gaff itself, you'll have to find the full speech. But I'll bet you haven't seen the mistake he made in uh, Wisconsin about two weeks ago. I think it was January 26th at the Great Lakes Brewery. He literally is speaking a foreign language. We play it Found often, Andy. We play it often. <laughs> Dan's looking for uh, it right uh, now. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. The I average mean, person the hasn't seen beer it. Beer brewed yet. here. Yeah. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer here in this final. Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Kyle O'Reilly. Like, I mean, that's not that's not a gaffe. That's not mixing up the president right. of, of Mexico and Egypt. That's a guy who no longer has cognitive abilities. He can't be the president of the United States. And this is the problem that the Democrats really have. Everything that they projected on Donald Trump from the Mueller report, from from the 25th Amendment, uh, from from the from the classified materials at at Mar-a-Lago, everything they projected on Donald Trump, they're looking in the mirror, and now they're not seeing Donald Trump. They're seeing Joe Biden. It's all come back on them. Everything they projected on Trump, now they've got to deal with 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 Biden. Now, in this uh, piece of Broad in Liberty, the Her Report, uh, Andy, you write there will be an October surprise for Joe Biden. What might that be? Well, the only October surprise that can save Joe Biden at this point is if they dig up Ponce de Leon and find the fountain of youth. <laughs> Nicely put. That, that, was the, uh, that should have been the subheadline there. So, Andy, in your previous life, and I remember this, uh, you work with Mike Turner, who seems to be a reasonable guy. And you say somebody who can do what? He can write two things at once? Yeah, I, I, I work with Mike Turner. You know, when, when, when you read my credits, you, you give my radio uh, resume. But I also spent four years as Mike Turner's communications director in Washington, D.C. And I'm very proud of the work that I did there. Turner is a fundamentally decent guy and a really good representative. The people he represents are very proud of him and should be proud of him. He's what a member of Congress should be. He's been in Congress for 20 years. You don't see the guy clamoring to get on Fox or any of the other cable networks. He is a really hardworking, bipartisan member of Congress. When he raises a flag that there's a problem going on. And he, by the way, didn't say it was Russia and didn't say it was nuclear. He just said there's an existential threat that the president needs to declassify so Congress can deal with it. When he raises that threat, it should be taken seriously. And I want to tell you a story about how smart this guy is. Uh, It's the most incredible. He's really one of the smartest people I've ever seen. He can write two different things with his left hand and his right hand and write two totally different messages with his left hand and his right hand. And it's not a parlor trick. He, he can actually have two different thought processes going and write left-handed and right-handed at the same time. It's an amazing feat that I've never seen anybody else be able to do. Wanted to ask you, too, about RFK Jr. I think uh, he is going to get on the ballot, and I think he takes away more from Biden than Trump. But getting to double figures in a place like, say, Pennsylvania, what do you think? Yeah, I I just I don't know. I mean, he has always been somebody who has been, uh, of course, a Democrat and pulled from the liberal side. But then you have the the anti-vax part of him that maybe pulls from the Trump side. I, I think in the end, he ends up pulling equally from from Trump and from Biden. Um, he's he's a wild card that that, you know, you just don't know where he's going to end up pulling from. Uh, I think he's a little nutty myself. I'm, I'm not much of a fan of, of RFK Jr. The Her Report kneecaps Biden's 2024 basement strategy, Andy Bloom. And Andy, how often do we see you at Broad and Liberty? Uh, I usually write something there weekly. I've got a couple ideas that, that, uh, that I'm working on right now for, for the next column that should go up early next week. Andy, thank you. To be continued, have a great weekend. John, thanks. You have a great weekend. Thanks, everybody. Andy Bloom here on Talk Radio 1210. All right, the Fountain of Youth.
I don't see how you put Biden out there, and uh, I don't see how you get rid of Dr. Jill Biden. Dan, who agrees with me on uh, Dr. Jill Biden? Who is it that talked about uh, uh, where? Boy, thank you. So much sound today. You were yeah, right. So, so much. Uh, yeah. Let me. Uh, yeah. Where is it's um, the idea that Dr. Jill Biden is not going to leave the White House, too. It's not uh, just yeah, it's, go- it's Kennedy uh, from. Oh, uh, yeah, right. She's on with uh, Jimmy. She's on with no Jimmy Fallon. Oh, she was on with Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, yeah, Fox Across America. This is uh, from the radio show. Oh, OK. Jill is the problem. Jill is the problem. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like anyone who no longer has the wherewithal to care for themselves, who actually can't be left alone in a kitchen because they might burn it down. Yeah, yeah. They're not going to be the ones to raise their hand and say, you know what, go ahead. Let's find a nice, comfortable retirement community. It is always the caregiver, which is usually the spouse. Mm -hmm. But Dr. Jill has gotten so addicted to the glitz Mm -hmm. and the free dresses. And maybe they're not free. Yeah. They're very expensive dresses. Yeah. Uh, But the spotlights, the state dinners, Mm -hmm. the private jet. I know it's Air Force One. Yeah. But, you know, the the filthy. Dirty people who fly Southwest, they're not on Air Force One. <laughs> She's got a house full of servants. Uh-huh. They cater to her whims. And, uh, and there are many. Yeah. She she played second fiddle to Michelle Obama for eight friggin' years. Yep. Michelle Obama hated the place. Could yep. not wait to leave the White House mm-hmm. so she could go make millions writing books and selling non-existent shows on Netflix. Yes. Which is fine. And that's Good what racket. you do post-presidency. Yeah. Jill Biden could not wait to live in the White House, and now she does not want to leave. Mm-hmm. She really will prop her husband up like Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> That's exactly right. She's uh, a major part of this. All right. Uh, our TV guy, Neil Zorn, entertainment guy, coming up. Winter is coming. Our lays down look flattened like a single sculpture. Ah, someone snitched. You want me? Earn me. We're not gay. Not that there's anything wrong with us. I'm in a dream. That's right, Dolores. You're in a dream. I am the one who knocks. And now, Neil Zorin with What's On TV. That's right. Every other week, Neil graces us to tell us some good stuff either now or coming up. Let's go to Neil. All right, Neil, we're hungry for some good stuff. What are you liking? Well, I'm still, I'm still liking True Detectives. That's, what, that's the main thing I'm watching now. I'm watching that through. I have one more uh, episode to watch. And I'm looking forward, actually, to something that's happening uh, uh, this week, or actually, I guess it's, um, it's next Wednesday, Constellation on Apple TV. It's Numi Rapace or Rapace. I'm not sure how to pronounce her last name. She was the one who was in the original um, uh, uh, Scandinavian version of the girl with the, with the um, dragon tattoo. And in the foreign okay. film before when he mm. married it. And she, she's a wonderful actress. And what she is, is she's an astronaut who, who literally uh, comes to, er, comes back to Earth, um, not, not, uh, not as planned, basically. doesn't crash, but, but comes back prematurely and finds that she's missing parts of her life, that she doesn't remember things. She was in space a long time. And so, so what, 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 what it felt like in space years is not what it feels like in Earth, but it is in Earth years. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Neil, uh, Neil, apparently, too, Mike from Breaking Bad is also in Constellation. Mm-hmm. Yep. All-time great character, just the years alone. Actor, yeah. just <laughs> Talking about grouches today, Neil. Oh, uh, all-time grouches. The all-time Mike grouches. Mike, yeah. Yeah, Mike Ehrman. Jonathan Banks. The, the all-time great name, Trout too, yeah. 
Right, right. Well, that's but he's he is he's a great he's he's a fantastic he's a fantastic character. He lives in both that and in uh, in, in Better Call Saul. So you know, just yeah. Uh, an actor, an, an actors need to do that. As a matter of fact, one of the things I wish I had been able to do on uh, Valentine's Day is Bob Odenkirk was on stage in L.A. He was doing a stage reading of uh, the movie, a movie that's up for an Oscar this year, Anatomy of a Fall. And I, and I wrote, I wrote a bit saying that I wish I could be in L.A. just to see the time. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, Odenkirk, I thought he's in L.A., recovering from that Lucky Pete or whatever the heck that was. <laughs> My yeah, God. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, well, I think he will recover from things good enough, but that was a terrible uh, – that was a terrible – Lucky Hank was a terrible Lucky series. Lucky Hank, yeah. You, you might be interested to know that Walking Dead is returning with a new uh, new series with uh, Danae Gruyere and Andrew Lincoln. That is uh, on – the on two Wednesdays from now, on, on February 28th. And then uh, Shogun, which was a big, big, big um, miniseries mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the, probably the 70s, uh, definitely the 70s, an old James Clavell novel is going to be done in a series um, starting on the outside of my paper, keeps flowing, on uh, February 27th, which I believe is a Saturday. I'm not sure. It may okay. not be. <laughs> there you go. And so those are the things I'm looking forward to. Other than that, I'm I like I'm still watching True Detectives. I'm, I I really haven't gotten into Masters of the Air the way others have. Um, and there, and then I want to watch Bass Reeves. I don't know why. I saw the the, the, the commercial television. I thought I should give that a chance. But then I thought, but it's not doesn't again. It doesn't look acted well. It's sort of the same feeling I had about the Fall of the House of Ushers. That Usher that I wanted the acting. I just wanted the acting. I feel about Masters of the Air too. I just think, what would what would what would Robert Mitchum have done with this scene? As opposed to Dan, Dan has a question for you. Take. Dan has a shot. Sure. Looking at top uh, top streaming shows, Neil, uh, Mister and uh, Mrs. Smith up there, uh, Reacher. But there's not that many scripted shows out right now that are just setting right. stuff on fire. It's a lot of documentaries, reality shows over on Netflix. Is that a direct mm-hmm. implication of the writer strike that we're seeing now? Oh, start. Yeah. It's a definite. It's, all of this is. All of this is. Nothing. There was no material. Nobody wor- was working. So nothing was. And even if something was in the pr- in production stage, it couldn't get done. So all of that. Yeah, that was that was a gist of a piece I wrote on Monday, um, in last Monday's paper. That that what you're seeing is definitely the results of the strike. There's no there's no new product out there. Series are just premiering now. This week you'll see a lot of ABC series and CBS series uh, series having their having their um really their season and it is even late in february and and almost march so you so you have a lot of that going on and and it's all because of the strike nobody was working and and so everything has to be not involved a union writer a union performer or more than that, um, and, and you couldn't even promote it. If you remember, while people were, were on the uh, people, and they couldn't talk about projects that they were doing that were affected by the strike because they were just right. not allowed to even promote them at the time. So all of this is that. So you're seeing a lot of foreign things. You're seeing a lot of things that do not involve scripts or where the writers, uh, independent things, where the writers are not members of the union. Neil, um, uh, Super Bowl commercials. Uh, well, first of all, I, I didn't mention it. I mentioned it so I don't forget. Obvious, the Taylor Swift effect, uh, 9% up 
of female viewers of the Super Bowl, and those 18 to 34 up 10%. You know, and that's pretty good when you have gargantuan numbers, but uh, Super Bowl commercials, any one jump out at you that you said that's a winner? No. And, and I was thought I thought everything about the Super Bowl was mediocre. Not Taylor Swift. I mean, she, NFL should love Taylor Swift. They should have fire Carrie Underwood. Let her do that opening number because she's giving an audience. No, I thought everything about it was mediocre, including the game. I mean, until the overtime, who cared about uh, who cared about anything? It was so lackluster. But, but here's what I see about the commercials. Also, I talked about last Monday's paper, this is what I'm going to say in this Monday's paper, is that the, the commercials have good ideas and sometimes good jokes. Well, you know what they're lacking is wit. They don't know how to play the joke through to get it to be really good. Or It's like a Stephen Colbert monologue. <laughs> it has points, but it never really reaches where it's supposed to go. And that's what I saw in every one of the commercials, that bring out a celebrity, let them play things in the past, have reunions from television shows. Um, you know, but the only one that really worked for me was, was Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to say neighbor. Good stuff. And I liked the Kennedy commercial. <laughs> I thought, you know, you want to win, go back to what they're doing in 1960. He did win. <laughs> exactly. Go back to JFK. Neil, where do we find you until uh, two weeks from today? You'll find me in the Delaware County Daily Times, and you'll find me uh, at neilsnipper.com and, um, and watching Constellation. <laughs> All righty. Thanks for the tip, Neil. There's at least something. If Mike Ehrmantraut is in there, Jonathan Banks, uh, that's a good bet. All right. We have uh, Dom's Money Melody coming up. Big 2 o'clock hour to close out the week. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.